My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the 5th day of October, 2023, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area, right near Lynchburg. Headlines today, passport processing times are better. Good news for a change. Two Royal Caribbean ships alter itineraries. Viking sweeps awards. Oceana is heading to Alaska in 2025. Norwegian cancels three months of escape sailings. And, of course, we got to look, do a, look at the weather update again today. That and lots more live here at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. All right, folks, today is National Apple Betty Day. Some of you may not know what an Apple Betty is, but it's a kind of like a pastry that uses sour apples. And then it's got a bunch of other stuff in it. I kind of like them as, for, as something different. I wouldn't eat them all the time, but not bad, especially this time of year. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big guys, uh, Stitcher, Pandora, uh, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening via your podcast, if you want to jump over to check out any pictures or clips I may be using on that day's show or interviews, there's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can access the video feed. So just click on it and come on over. Before we get to the news today, folks, got a few things to share. Let's see, our buddy Blaine, he's back in Tennessee and he ran into a the Savannah Bananas. Obviously, that's a tour group from Savannah. 
coach light tours. Man, I think we ought to get them on a cruise. The Savannah Bananas. I'd like to meet them. Uh, this was uh, kind of neat. My friend Joy Reese that I was, uh, I was on the, uh, actually on the Norwegian Joy with her, is in Israel and did a baptism reaffirmation in the Jordan River. So, uh, congratulations to Joy. Allison is in Mykonos, in Greece. Gretchen is finally back home. This, of course, was Gretchen several days ago when she found the, the, the duck and won $200 playing bingo. Said she was uh, up for 27 straight hours to get home. She's probably in bed asleep. But anyway, they're back home from their trip, so uh, we'll count on seeing her in the next day or two. You give her a couple days to rest up. And this is my cohort, cohort uh, Sylvia. She's on Mariner of the Seas. And she was uh, singing in the uh, karaoke. And somebody taped her. Man, she's really good. I know she goes to a lot of clubs and stuff, and sometimes they let her sing. Now I see why. She's got quite a set of pipes there. Uh, Kathy Rogers is in Dusseldorf on the uh, George. Um, oh, goodness. What's the name of it? The George Elliott for Riviera Cruises. So we'll be following her this week. And my friend Ben from Montreal is still in Rome running around looking at naked statues and things that you do over there in Rome. All right. I'll get to the, some weather and the news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, guys, we're going to start off with the weather today. This, of course, is the um, Atlantic, and we still have one storm. Felipe to deal with. You'll notice that Felipe is, as projected, 
sliding away from the islands and heading toward Bermuda. Air Force Reserve Hurricane Finders find Felipe a little stronger this morning, but still kind of disorganized. She's about 455 miles north of St. Thomas, about 520 miles south of Bermuda. Maximum sustained winds are about 45. Present movement is to the north at 10 miles an hour. Central pressure is 1,005 millibars. A tropical storm warning is in effect for Bermuda. And interests along the uh, eastern New England and Atlantic Canada shore should monitor the progress of Felipe may have some interaction there in coming days. Center of Felipe will pass near Bermuda tomorrow and approach eastern New England and Atlantic Canada on Saturday or Sunday. Additional strengthening is forecast during the next few days. Felipe is forecast to become a post-tropical cyclone Saturday night or Sunday morning as it approaches Atlantic Canada and New England. All right. Thankfully, that's all we got in the Atlantic. Not quite so out in the Pacific. We just have one name storm, but that's probably going to change today. Lydia is still heading northwestward, but slower. Currently, she's about 410 miles west-southwest of Manzanilla, Mexico, about 500 miles south of Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Maximum sustained winds of 50 miles an hour. She's moving northwest at 5. Pressure is 1,001. Some slow strengthening is forecast during the next few days. Whether it will reach hurricane strength or not, we don't know. Just got to watch it. And then we have to watch if there's any turns. If not, it could become hurricane and just be sailing off to nowhere. Now, the little orange X down there, the furthest one south, a large area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms located well uh, south-southeast of the Gulf of Tehuantepec is associated with a trough of low pressure. Environmental conditions are expected to be conducive for gradual development during the next several days, with a tropical depression is likely to form this weekend or early next week, while the disturbance slowly moves west-northwestward. They're calling for a 40% chance of further development in the next 48 hours and an 80% chance over the next seven days. Clearly one we got to watch. Then the one out further in the western East Pacific is an elongated area of low pressure located 1,200 miles southwest of the southern tip of Baja Peninsula. Continues to produce intermittent bursts of convection. Any development of this system would be slow to occur while it moves little during the next couple of days. By this weekend, It should be less conducive for development and will probably just go away. Uh, 10% chance of further development. And that's most unlikely to occur. All right. So much for the weather. 
we got another couple weeks to keep up with this, folks. And it's been a relatively decent year as far as big, massive storms that have affected a lot of our cruise areas. And there's been a little, yeah, but, it, you know, last year was a whole lot worse. All right, the top story today, folks, the passport uh, uh, times are getting better. The U.S. Department of State announced that passport processing times are now two weeks shorter to restore passport waiting times to pre-pandemic levels. Instead of waiting 10 to 13 weeks for regular processing, travelers can have their documents processed in 8 to 11 weeks. That's still too long. Expedited processing has likewise reduced to 5 to 7 weeks, replacing the former 7 to 9 weeks. Now, I got mine in June. I applied for it the middle of June. I had it, and I did expedite it. I had it back in right at five weeks. So at least the, the passport book. The card didn't come for another couple of weeks, but that was okay. But I had the passport back in five with I paid for the expedited uh, handling. All right. But back when I started, they were telling me we were looking at 12 to 14 weeks. And that would have put me in a world of hurt for my Alaska cruises. So anyway, it worked out for me. Uh, if you're running short on time to renew your passport or to get a new one, I highly recommend just jump in with both feet, get it done. It's something you're, you know, it's good for 10 years. If you like to travel at all, you know, You need to get it just for that one specific time you have something weird happening. Now, pre-pandemic, it used to be six to eight weeks, expediting two to three weeks. They're not there yet, but they're making pretty good strides to getting there. I don't normally congratulate the health department, not the health department, the state department. Actually, they're they're. They're making good strides, so I, I got to give them some credit. All right, Royal Caribbean, uh, this this is a little bit a further story to yesterday. There's now two Royal Caribbean ships, Oasis of the Seas and Anthem of the Seas, and both have propulsion issues resulting in reduced maximum speeds. We know what the propulsion issues are, even though not all ships admit what the problem is. Passengers scheduled to sail on Anthem of the Seas were emailed by Royal Caribbean notify them of itinerary changes due to the need for the ship to travel at slower speed. The email explained the maintenance was required for one of the ship's four engines affecting its speed. Consequently, certain scheduled stops, like Port Canaveral and Nassau had to be removed from the itinerary. The October 30th and November 5th voyages, both round trips from New York, from actually Bayonne in New Jersey, 
were confirmed to have altered itineraries, affected bookings, reportedly received the one-day cruise refund and onboard credit as compensation. Anthem of the Seas was sailing from Southampton, concluding its 2023 European season. Meanwhile, passengers on on Oasis of the Seas uh, were informed of an issue with one of the ship's Azapod thrusters through a letter in their cabins. The ship's captain also made an announcement to clarify the situation, mentioning the next Uh, mentioning the need to replace an electrical component in one of the three electrical motors, um, although most of the ship's functions were unaffected. The precautionary reduction at speed resulted in a slight delay in the arrival of Port Canaveral. We talked about that yesterday. Both instances uh, prompted apologies from Royal Caribbean to the affected passengers, emphasizing their commitment to safety and comfort, yada, yada, yada. Oasis is currently homeported in New York and Bayonne, New Jersey. So, as a pod issues again, and it's not just Royal Caribbean, you know, Carnival's had issues with it. Uh, One Princess ship had issues with it. There's been a number of the, the cruise lines have as a pod issues. It was only like three years ago. I never heard of Azapods. Good Lord, anymore we're talking about Azapods. You know, at least once a week. Hi. Our friends over at... can't believe I kicked myself out of my own broadcast again. Sorry about that. I should be back and I should be, uh, you should be able to hear me. Okay. Anyway, back to um, uh, to um, Viking. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about was uh, Viking. Oh, I see. It just ate my picture when I kicked myself out. All right, so let me go back and reload. I'm such a putz. Um, reload the Viking picture. It was there. I've, some of you might have have seen it just before I kicked myself out again. But anyway, there we go. It's coming up. All right. (laughs) That's the picture I wanted. Now let's see if I can get to the story without kicking myself out. Viking has been awarded the coveted number one position in three distinct categories. Rivers, Oceans, and Expeditions in the 2023 Condé Nast Traveler Reader's Choice Awards. Achievement marks the first time any cruise company has secured top position in all three categories simultaneously. Additionally, Viking was rated at the top of its categories for rivers, oceans, and expeditions by Travel and Leisure in 2023, World's Best Awards. No other travel company has simultaneously received the same honors in both 
publication. So congratulations to Viking. I've never sailed Viking, uh, and I need to uh, put an end to that. I'm, that's one of it's one of my bucket list things, folks, is to get on a Viking uh, uh, cruise. My others to get on an Oceana cruise. Uh, I sent a message to Elizabeth this morning to question something about this. Uh, but Oceana is going back to Australia. Uh, not Australia. That other place. Alaska. There we go. My brain is getting over my eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, Oceana is going back to Alaska on the Riviera uh, in the summer of 2025. Riviera will visit well-known ports in Alaska, including Ketchikan, Sitka, Kodiak, and the Hubbard Glacier, with itineraries ranging from 7 to 12 days. In addition, Oceana has prepared nearly 300 excursion choices in Alaska and up to $1,600 in shore excursion credits. The one thing that I could not find, I could find gross pricing on it, but I couldn't find solo pricing. So I don't know if it's a hundred percenter or if they, if it's none, there's nothing on solo pricing. But anyway, they're doing some pretty neat stuff. Like for instance, uh, one that I, I picked out that I particularly liked was on uh, May 29th of 2025. It's a 12 day from Vancouver to Whittier visiting Clowak, Ketchikan, Wrangell, Icy Strait Point, Haynes, Juno, Sitka, Kodiak, Homer, and Homer. That's a pretty that's a pretty nice Alaska cruise, stopping a lot of places. Of course, some of those uh, ports are small, and there's not as much to do as in Ketchikan or Juno or Skagway. Uh, but it's you know you're going to see a lot more of Alaska on that kind of trip. Yeah, they're expensive more than normal, but uh, that's why I'm I'm asking Elizabeth to clarify a couple things on that, so we can see about value as opposed to gross um, pricing. All right, there's one other story this morning, folks. Norwegian Cruise Line has announced that they are canceling three months of sailings for the Norwegian Escape. The cruise line cited fleet deployment as the primary reason for the decision. The impact impacted cruises involve eight cruises from Norwegian Escape between January and March of 2025. The last cruise that's on the book is on the books is December 27th from Galveston. And the next cruise on the books is March the 30th from Miami. No idea what's now going to be in between, but the move is especially notable because among the canceled sailings are three 14-day cruises, which is one of the cruises that many people book well in advance. The cancellation spans from January the 3rd through March 21st, with these sailings just over a year away, the implications for guests who 
had already set their sights on these dates as evident. The canceled cruises are uh, sailings from January 3rd, 17th, and 31st. That's the three 14-day cruises. Then there's five seven-day cruises, February 14th, 21st, and 28th, as well as March 7th and 14th. There's still a seven-day window in there that that nothing has been said about at this point. So, Norwegian Escape cancels three months worth of cruises. It just seems like we have so much of this happening in today's world. I don't like it. I don't understand it. But I mean, come on, folks. If When you set your schedule up, you know, fulfill your schedule. Anyway, that wraps up the news portion of today. Thankfully for my voice, I don't have but one show today. That's nice because I've been doing a couple every day this week. Three, one day. All right, let's go see who's fussing at me in the chat room today and what mistakes I've made. I'm sure there were plenty. Mike's with us. Kenneth is here up in Pennsylvania. Hot Air Tom is here. Says good morning to everybody. Joanne's with us. Hi, Joanne. Uh, November 25th on the Joy back-to-back. Miami to Panama City. I love the Joy. I probably now have, I probably have moved the joy up in my top five favorite cruise ships, I think. Yeah, I really like the joy. And that was a, not only did I like the joy, but I liked it. I like the crew on the Joy, and we had a wonderful cruise on the Joy. That was with one of the first group that Justin and I hosted, and all it just made all together. It was a great cruise. I'm looking forward to doing the Joy again. If I can get any kind of deals, uh, I would host another another Joy cruise. I'd like to do a different itinerary, maybe, but yeah, I'd love to do another Joy. Dennis is with us. Hi, Dennis. Steve's here. Good morning, Steve. Steve, you might get mad at me, but I'm going to tell everybody because I found something interesting about this. And I did not know this, folks, until this morning. Steve had a little surgery, nothing major. Uh, You know, and he's recuperating when I fussed at him not to do too much too fast, you know, like I would any of you. Uh, and you would probably do the same to me because I tend to do too much too fast. But one of the things I found really interesting is his surgery was done by a robot. And I went, do what? Yeah, a robotic surgeon. But what I really wanted to know is when the surgeon was down there cutting on the, doing the things. And what if he said, hey, doc. Can you bring me a bourbon and Diet Coke with the robot to stop the surgery and go get you a bourbon and Diet Coke? 
just wondering. Anyway, I'm not. I'm being facetious, obviously, folks. But that was, and uh, truth was what happened. Uh, just uh, Steve had a robotic surgery, and of course, we, <laughs> I want Steve to get get back to normal real fast. He's well on his way, but but yeah. So anyway, I'll share that with you, and Steve can fuss at me if he wants to. That's okay, too. Hot Air Tom says, both the Escape, Galveston, and Prima, New York, have January-March cruises canceled. I suspect they may be reversed since Prima is not a good cold-weather ship. Ah, so send Prima to Galveston to pick up those cruises and Escape to New York. That's a possibility, Hot Air Tom. Uh, that's not one that I had considered or one that I had any information on. But yeah, that's a that's a very good possibility. I would almost not. But then, why if, if they were doing that, why didn't they announce the two together and say we're going to take everybody that was booked on the escape? And if you want to, we'll book you on the Prima. It's probably different in prices. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, that's a good possibility. Sonny's with down in Mississippi. Ah, Sonny. Cindy says Savannah Banana is the... Oh, Savannah Banana is the double-A uh, baseball team, like the Richmond Flying Squirrels. They do perform dances and things, uh, drawing big fan draws. Okay, I was not aware of the Savannah Bananas, and I'm a big baseball fan. Thank you, Cindy. That's good to know. Dennis says, hello to Sonny. Naked statues and fat gladiators. By Garrett Ryan is a fun read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dennis is Dennis. You're heading to Bangor. Are you serious? Nikki's with us. Good morning, Nikki. Down in Jacksonville. Sonny says hi to Dennis. Lovely to see you, Sonny. Hello, Nikki. Hi there, Tom. The Jacksonville team. It's the Jumbo Shrimp. My favorite minor league team is the Amarillo Amadillas. Uh, now, I knew about the Amarillo Amadillas. As a matter of fact, I've even seen one of their games. So, I did not know about the, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Joanne says, I expedited my passport last year and got it in two weeks. Wow, that's cool. It does help that the passport centers in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, that probably helps some. And as they, you know, they don't have to send it to the snail mailer. Uh, I paid for, uh, I don't know, I paid for extra shipping. I mean, so it came, you know, pretty quick. But it was it was way better than they were projecting back in those, back in June. Hot Air Tom says, lots of azapod issues. 
Remember, we had the Enchanted Princess departing late earlier this week from Barcelona. My friends on board said something fell out and it needs a new propeller blade. Yeah, it's, I have a feeling that a lot of these things, hot air, are is this electrical thing in the motor of the Azipod that apparently gets overheated and blows circuits. And then they have to replace the uh, the switch. So anyway, yeah, it's been a it's been a, there's got to be a a quicker solution to it than they've discovered so far. Of course, the problem is is getting to it. I would imagine that, is that done under the water, or can you access it from inside the boat? I don't know that much about uh, the, the, the guts of a ship, the acid in particular. Nikki says, I bet Viking uh, won no prizes for accessibility and wheelchair friendliness. Now, see, I can't, I can't uh, say to that because I've not been on one. I'd like to. Uh, but, you know, I, I've not gotten the best things now. But then so many of the ships now are uh, into this movement uh, to make the ships totally uh, ASA uh, uh, certified, which is a requirement to sail from U.S. waters now. So those that aren't are going to get busted. Um, So, yeah, they've got to be taking steps to, uh, you know, be totally compliant with the ASA regulations. Nikki says, we are on Wonder of the Seas in three and a half weeks, sailing with our son's daughter and son-in-law. All right, Nikki. I'm glad you're going to finally get on a boat again. That's awesome. Uh, sailing the Australian fjords. Wonderful. Emily's with us. Hello, Emily. Sailing the Australian fjords, Dennis. We, I, I, I need you to be able to post pictures to me or send pictures to me on messenger or some way so I can take some pic- use some pictures on Australian fjords. That would be awesome. Let's work that out, Dennis. Emily says hello to everybody. Elizabeth told me she is working in the cruise next office on Oceana. That's correct. We should get an interview with her to explain the deal on Oceana. I don't know if she is free to do uh, on the air things without having it approved on up the ladder. Uh, now, it would be one thing if I could get her when she's at shore and talk to her. Um, but then we got a massive time difference, too. So, but yeah, I thought about that. And, and, you know, I sent her a message that, you know, I know when she can get a Wi-Fi signal, she can get her messages. So I'm expecting an answer back from her. And it might not be until the next time she's in shore. They're at sea today. 
And then tomorrow, where do they go? There's some place in Greece tomorrow, I believe. I might have that still up on the computer. Um, let's see. Yeah, Oceana. Um, the six. They are in uh, Catacalone, uh, Greece. That's where Mount Olympia is. So. But they're at sea today from Malta to Catacolomas is sea day. She was excited about your booking on, Tom's booking on uh, Allure of the Seas. Yeah, it's the first thing I told her, and she was really excited about that. Cindy's sister is on Jewel now, and they are just arriving in Ketchikan today. Boy, I tell you what. I'm not sure I'd want to be in Alaska uh, into October. That's, I'm not, I'm not sure I'll really like the fact that they're expanding the seasons up there. That could be some pretty miserable things. And then, you know, like, uh, like uh, Nate said, when we had him on last, nothing's open. You know, so they're going to be going into ports with nothing to do and things. So, then it says it's excursions in Alaska that you pay dearly for. Yep. Emily's officially on TM now. All is well with mom and baby. That's cool. Sonny says, congrats, Auntie M. Hot Air says, Auntie M, get me home from Oz. <laughs> it says exactly. A reminder to practice, practice your Italian vow, uh, vowels, I-A-E-O-U, as in two. Yes, I know. And read the words as consonant vowel, consonant vowel, meraviglia. Yeah, meraviglia. I think I do that right. And Steve says, laugh, I'm doing well. That's good. And how is how is that the Rokobar bar bartenders keep the tips? How is it that the robot bartenders keep their tips? I don't know about that one. I have to say that I didn't tip the bar the, the robo robot bartenders. But it is uh, it is fancy to uh, watch. So sorry I had to shut the phone off. Somebody call me when I'm doing my show. Uh, Dennis says, congratulations to Auntie M as well. Uh, take it easy and don't do too much. That's a good good message for, for my friend in Kentucky. Oh, Dennis says, the storm is heading to Bangor, Maine. Yes, it is. It could possibly be doing that. My understanding is that the electric part of an azopod is accessible inside, maybe via Jeffrey's tube. Star Trek reference. Okay. Surgery was about an hour. You know, it was hernia surgery. I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I'm, I'm glad Steve said that. I knew that, but I wasn't going to be that <laughs> that specific on it. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's pretty fascinating that the, the, 
uh, you know, robotic surgery. I've heard about that, but it's the first time I've actually seen somebody that uh, that had it. The ship in your news was sailing the Australian forge. Oh, the fjords when you misspoke instead of saying Alaska. Oh, I got you. Thank you, Dennis. I got, oh boy, that one went 14 feet over my head, Dennis. As you can tell. <laughs> ah, well, there are videos and YouTubes of the robotic her- 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 hernia surgery. Pretty cool. Not as painful as I thought, but coughing sucks. Yeah, anytime you have an abdominal uh, type of surgery, uh, coughing sucks. It does. And laughing can suck. Uh, also so alright guys that's going to wrap me up for today oh Joanne had robotic surgery also recovery is easier well that's good to know I wonder if uh, my uh, my orthopedic surgeon would replace my knee now with a robot since he won't do it himself because I'm too fat I won't say that on on the air, but I almost said a big B word because I needed a knee replacement like eight years ago, and I've never gotten down low enough to suit the surgeon. All right, that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. Uh, As always, don't forget, smash that thumbs up button. We appreciate that. Uh, And also... uh, as always, oh, if you haven't subscribed, please take this as my invitation to do so and hit that little bell notification. You'll know, get, be notified when I go live or when a new video is up. And, of course, I'm posting multiple videos every day now because I hope to reach 5,000 subscribers by 145 today. And I'll send you some of that stuff I'm smoking to think that. That is going to wrap it up for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon, even with Dennis and the Australian Fjords, we'll get together on the high seas. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. 
Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.